Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Isaiah Kid Podcast, the IKP. Welcome back. Um, so, we got a lot to get into today. Um, I, I, last night's game between Zion and LeBron was terrific. I loved it. I'm going to tell you why I think LeBron is still the best player in basketball, and I don't even think it's close. Um, also, we're going to get into, um, of course, some draft talk and the Bucks, Milwaukee. We all know that they're good. We all know that they've been very dominant throughout the regular season. But can they continue it going into the postseason? And what does Giannis' future look like with the Milwaukee Bucks? So we're going to discuss all of these things and some more on the other side. So without further ado, let's go. Let's get ready. i catch you guys later. Okay, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So, my last podcast, I talked about the emergence of Jason Tatum becoming a superstar. And I talked about his skill set and how he came into the league with uh, with great skills, uh, measurables, size, body, and, and, and all that. So, when you look throughout the league, there's a lot of guys that's long and athletic, that have good length. Their measurables are on point, and they're athletic, or they are really good at a particular skill. They're really talented and gifted at a particular skill. Like, when you even look at, like, great basketball players, like, great basketball players, basketball players that are talented, they just look different from different athletes. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I've seen basketball players. I've seen football players. I've seen baseball players. And when you see a basketball player, especially one that's, like, physically gifted and also, like, has that, that has skills and they're really good at one particular thing, it, it like, they just look different from the normal being, the normal human being. They just look different from the rest of us. So... When, you know, I know we, I, 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 got, I, got, I think you guys already know where I'm heading with this. With LeBron, he dropping 48 and six, 46 and 8, or, yeah, 46 and 8. Um, absolutely terrific. He, it was a statement game. It was a statement game. He, he looked like he was well rested. He looks like he's ready to get into playoff play. Um, he, he, he looked rejuvenated. And, you know, with the Pelicans coming into town, Zion and the hype behind the you know the Zion train and all the comparisons and then 
Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, the guys, you know, that, that were Lakers last year with LeBron, you know, he had to do a settle flex. And that's what he did all night. Uh, that's what LeBron did all night. And when you just look, he can, he, he can do literally everything. And this is why, this is why I'm not quite ready to just say Giannis is the best player in basketball. This is why I'm not quite ready to say Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball. Yes, I think Kawhi Leonard is the best two-way player in basketball. As far as playing defense and then getting a bucket on the other end, I don't think nobody does that better than Kawhi. I, I, I don't think nobody does what Kawhi does on both ends of the floor with getting a bucket and then defending and guarding somebody. I don't think, you know, LeBron is, you know, he's picked, his defensive intensity has picked back up this year because the Lakers overall as a team are one of the top-tier teams defensively and in, 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 in defensive rating. But Kawhi, he's a great individual defender. And he's, a, he's one of those guys that's in a defensive player of the year talks all year long and every year. But even with Kawhi, there's weak. You can spot a hole in the like these star players that we love and we talk about. You can spot a hole in their game. Kawhi doesn't play make lovers. Kawhi is a really good scorer. He's he you know he has a great he he has a great mid range jump shot. He can finish. He's strong. He's athletic. He can defend, but he don't he doesn't make plays for others. He doesn't get others involved. Giannis, I mean. Yes, freakishly gifted. He's his nickname is Greek Freak. So he's freakishly athletic and gifted with great size, but he's a good, you know, brings energy, athletic, can finish, can defend, you know, but can't shoot. Can't shoot a jump shot to save his life. And you, you know, so like when we're talking about like best player in the world, I don't know how you can still I don't know how you can just discount LeBron. And this is why I think you still have to go with LeBron. LeBron, for the last 17 years, has been the best player on the floor and has led his team to to wherever they go. He's led his team. He's always the best player. And, you know, I know the downside to have, you know, you know, people always say the downside of having LeBron is like he, he does everything and he, he just takes over. That's because he can. Like that's because that's because he can do everything. LeBron can hit a mid-range jump shot. LeBron can hit a three-point shot. LeBron can attack the rim. LeBron can facilitate. LeBron like he does everything. So it, it's like he it, he's superhuman in 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 some type of ways and form and fashions. But he does everything. He does everything. He 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 bring he has the total package. And this is why I don't, I don't, I, I still think he is the best player in basketball. I, I still think that, um, you, you know, just what he brings on, the, you know, when he said, hey, he's going to lead the league in assists this year. He's leading the league in assists this year. He's facilitating. He's always been a facilitator and a pass first guy, but now it, it, he's leading the league in assists. You know, he wants the league in league scoring one year. He did it. He's done that. He's done that years ago. He's done that. He's averaged 30. He's averaged 10 assists. He's averaged 9, 10 rebounds. Whatever you need LeBron to do, he does it. He does it. He's a proficient. He's, he's become a, a proficient shooter. He has a, po a post-up game. I also like the fact that the Lakers offensively do have him pay, playing in the post. 
I like that. I, I was like, why not? Why not? Why not have LeBron on the box? Why not? Even if it's not, even if he doesn't score every time, that's still he, he's it's LeBron, and he's still drawing attention to 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 you know towards the defense. And the defense is all full, all five guys on defense are 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 looking at LeBron. They're paying attention to the, what what LeBron's next move is. So he's dictating what's happening on the floor. And I think playing in the post, it's much easier to to play make to score, especially at the advanced age, you know, as LeBron, year 17, 35. Yeah, it, it's much easier to do so and on the block. And I'm glad that the Lakers are finally like realizing that because I think that would be crucial to them when getting to the finals and winning the finals. But this is why I'm not. I, like Anthony Davis, you know, I, I like Anthony Davis. I, 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 you know, I'm a big fan of Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a walking t- 27 and 9. He's a walking 27 and 9. But even with Anthony Davis on LeBron's team, even with like they're both teammates, they're both on the same team. But this is this this just goes to show you how good LeBron is. Even with Anthony Davis on the same team, and we all know how good Anthony Davis is. We all know how talented Anthony Davis is. But even with him on the same team as LeBron. It's like LeBron is still better. You can tell it's LeBron's team. You can tell it's LeBron's the better player. Even at the advantage age, even at the lack of, you know, loss of athleticism, even though it's kind of hard to tell, even with LeBron being a facilitator and trying to get AD to score more, and even with Anthony Davis averaging more points, this year, you can still see that LeBron is still the best player, and it's it's by it's by a good margin. It's not it's it's not by a huge margin, but it's by a good margin that he's the best player on the Lakers, and he is the best still the best player in basketball because of his all around all around skills that he brings. I, it's 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 very easy to spot that and. You know, I you know it. The, the Pelicans, it, it's, he definitely wanted to come out and show what he had. He definitely, this was definitely like a statement game. This is definitely a game that he had. You know, he was like, oh, national television game. Zion comes to town. Josh Hart, Lonzo, Brian Ingram, they come back. Yeah, LeBron, he he does that. And I think you know we we start to see more of this when the postseason comes up. And what did I, and what was the stat that I told you guys? On last on the last episode, what was the stat that I gave you guys? I said my stat of the weekend was LeBron when he scores thirty or more points, the Lakers are seventeen and zero. When he scores thirty or more points, the Lakers are now eighteen and zero. When LeBron is ultra aggressive and he has the mindset to hey, I'm going to score tonight. I'm going to score tonight. I'm going to have my way. The Lakers win. And they don't lose. Literally. They're undefeated when he scores 30, 30 plus points. And what was the stat that I gave you guys on the last episode on Monday? What was the stat? I said, hey, LeBron, the Lakers, when LeBron scores 30 or more points, the Lakers are 17 and 0. Now they're 18 and 0. When he scores 30 or more points. And it just shows you, it shows you the efficientness, the 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 his efficiency. 
Um, it's always like since he since he went down to Miami, his his efficiency has always been really good. Since he's gone down to Miami, and he didn't he he hasn't had to have the crazy workload that he has to carry. His his efficiency has always been up. He's you know I know people like to say oh LeBron he, you know he struggles at the free throw line ah uh, okay okay he struggles at the free throw line. I think LeBron, when the game's on the line, I think, you know, playoff game, on the line, he needs to close out, and he and you need him to make a free throw, I think he can make a free throw. Okay, so, pass, I'm past that point. I'm past that point. He's a closer. He's a proven closer now. People, you know, people used to get on LeBron about not being a closer, not being clutch in the last two minutes. He's that now. He's a closer. He has no problem, you know, scoring the ball in the, in the in late Game situations, he has no problem taking up, you know, go, you know, rising to the occasion for the moment. He has no problem. So we can erase all of those things. And it's clear as day that LeBron is still the best player in basketball. And whether or not, you know, you guys want to admit it, you know, some of you guys won't admit it. But whether or not you don't, you can just tell. It's a lot of guys in the league that are long and athletic and, like, they're really, really good in one particular, like, thing, at one particular thing. But there's still some holes in their game, and you can pick them out. Even with Giannis and Kawhi, even with Giannis and Kawhi, there's still holes in their game that you can nitpick and pick out and say, LeBron does that well, and he does that better than them. Kawhi doesn't play make, doesn't get governors involved. LeBron can do that. LeBron's leading the league in assists. Giannis can't shoot. Can't hit a jumper outside the perimeter. LeBron can do that. So, Lakers are 18-0 when LeBron scores 30-plus points. <clears throat> so, um, so, I, I've always seen this rumor. I think I've seen, I, I even seen this rumor when Durant was on the Warriors. But, it's it's definitely a rumor that is like it's been around. It's been floating around for some time now. But as Giannis free agency comes, as it, as it, as it's as his free agency is approaching, it is getting it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of clicks. Everybody's looking into that, and teams you know like teams like Miami has been has been really proactive to try to get on Giannis once he enters free agency. Now, I'm not going to I'm not going to go crazy on here today. I'm not going to tell you where Giannis is going to land cuz I I we don't know. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is what I am going to do Teams are lining up and gearing up for Giannis in his free agency. Their line, teams are lining up for it right now. So, I, I, I this is the perfect, okay, this is the perfect year for Milwaukee to get to the finals. This is the perfect year, this is the perfect year for Milwaukee to get to the finals. I think this is the perfect year. LeBron, no longer in the Eastern Conference. Kawhi, no longer in the Eastern Conference. The 76ers, yes, they're very talented. Um, they're gifted. I do like their talent, but 
Do you really trust Philadelphia? I don't trust Philadelphia. I, I, I just don't. I don't trust Philadelphia. Um, they have played Milwaukee. The last two times they have played Milwaukee, they, it hasn't been close. Jan has been dominant. Uh, Joel Embiid has shrunk. No Durant. Durant is hurt. And now, and now, yeah, Boston's young. Boston's young, and they're you know they're they're exciting to watch. And I and yeah, I I think Boston, I think Boston is a legitimate threat. But I would still take Milwaukee. I would take Milwaukee in the seven game series. I would take Milwaukee in the seven game seven game series against uh, the Boston Celtics. So this is the perfect time for Giannis to get to the finals at least. To get to the finals. Because he hasn't been to the finals. He's lost in the second round. He's lost in the first round. He's lost in the conference finals. So, this is the perfect time. This is the perfect year. This is the year for him to get to the finals. The door's wide open. You know, everybody's picking Milwaukee. Milwaukee's heavily favored. Milwaukee has a number one seed locked up. They're, they're not going to drop. They're not going to fall. They're the two or three. Milwaukee has a number one seed locked. They, they have it pretty much locked up. Pretty much. You know, they don't, you know, t- statistically, mathematically, they don't have it locked up. But they have them once he locked up, basically, practically. So, this is the perfect year. But, hey, let's say, you know, Chris Middleton, you know, he strengths again. Because if Chris Middleton pulls another episode like he did last year in this year's playoffs, <clears throat> I think Giannis might be gone. I think Giannis might be gone. If, if if Chris Middleton pulls another episode like he did in last year's playoffs, Giannis might be gone. And yes, I am entertaining the fact that Giannis may join the Warriors. And this is why I said it. Remember, this is what I said. This is what I said about the Warriors. I told you guys. Everybody, you know, I know, I know the Warriors are they they're having a down year. But let me let me let me let me let me pull let me map this thing out for you guys. If you can't understand me, if you cannot understand me and what I'm about to say, I'm gonna map it out and I'm it's I'm gonna give you guys a blueprint of what the Warriors did and I'm gonna show you how smart they are and I'm gonna show you and, you know, it's going to show, you know, that I've been right this whole time since the summertime when the Warriors, you know, lost Durant. I'm going to show you how smart they are. So the Warriors have, you know, there's rumors that Giannis, that the Warriors may trade for Giannis. Well, the only way to trade for Giannis, you have to have a big salary. Your sa- you, the, the player that you're trading has to have a big salary. So yeah, I know you guys like, what does this mean? They're gonna trade Clay? They're gonna trade Steph? No, 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 no. They're not gonna trade Clay or Steph. They're gonna trade Andrew Wiggins. They're gonna trade Andrew Wiggins. They're gonna put together a package deal. The Warriors are not gonna make the playoffs this year. The Warriors are, I think, dead last in the Western Conference. The Warriors are gonna have a lottery pick. Oh, and guess what? So the trade for Andrew Wiggins. Guess what the Warriors, oh, they got a first-round pick from Minnesota. So Minnesota's also a lottery team. They won't make the playoffs. So the, the Warriors will, will be able to trade Andrew Wiggins and his contract and have two lottery picks to also put in the deal. Yeah. 
two lottery picks, two lottery picks, and Andrew Wiggins' contract. And I'm, you know, no disrespect to Andrew Wiggins because he's a he's a he's a good player. He's not a great player. He's not. He hasn't lived up to the expectations. I, you know, we all, all, already got into that. But in order to trade for Giannis, you're, the, the, the player that you're trading, the contract, you know, it has to be a big contract. That's what it, that's what Andrew Wiggins has. He has. A, he has, I think he has a like a hundred million dollar contract. He has a ninety million dollar contract. So the contract is big. So you can put him in the deal. Andrew Wiggins contract, two lottery picks. I don't think there's a better deal out there. I don't. I don't think there's a better deal out there for the Warriors. I mean, for the for the Bucks to take. If it, and like I said, I think if the, if the if Milwaukee gets to the finals, okay, this this probably won't happen, because I think if Milwaukee gets to the finals, let's say Milwaukee gets to the finals and they lose to LeBron, I, I, I don't I don't think Giannis leaves, or they get to the finals and they lose to the Clippers and Kawhi. I don't think Giannis leaves because I think if you're good, if they if if the if the Bucks are good enough to get to the finals, they're good enough to win the NBA finals. So I I don't think I don't think Giannis will leave. I don't think he would leave if they're good if they if they got there and they're good enough to get there. I don't think they'll leave. But I do think this is I don't think he'll leave. But I do think this is the year to really cash in. Look at the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is it's. I'm not gonna say it's wide open because I do like Boston and I do like Toronto more so Boston, Boston, but it, it, it's pretty wide open. There's no Kawhi, there's no LeBron, there's there's no other, there's no Durant. Durant is hurt, you know. Like I said, Philly, it's Philly, and then Boston, they're legitimate, and then Toronto. But I like I like Boston a little bit more. So you you guys see where I'm coming from. And it's not out of the ordinary. And no, I'm not. I'm not saying that the Warriors are going to land Giannis. I'm not saying that. But if 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 Milwaukee was to lose in the Eastern Conference Finals again, and you know Middleton, Chris Middleton strengths, I don't know. I, I, it's like you know how. Okay, so you know how you go to a restaurant and you know they have steak on the menu. You know they have steak on the menu, but it's not a steakhouse, right? But you go to an actual steakhouse and the steak is delicious, you're no longer gonna go to that restaurant that that has steak on the menu. You know, you're gonna go to the steakhouse that specializes in steaks. Just saying. So Giannis is not gonna continue to keep losing in the Eastern Conference Finals when he could just join Steph Clay and Draymond. He's not gonna do that. He's not going to keep losing the Eastern Conference Finals. So this is why I think it's a possibility. It's a chance that I think it happens. But I, I, I wouldn't bet on it because I think, I think Giannis and Milwaukee, they get out the Finals. I mean, they get out the East and they make it to the Finals. And like I said, if they're good enough to get to the Finals, I think, they're, I think they'd be good enough to win the Finals, even if they do lose to like the Lakers or LeBron, you know. Even if they do lose to LeBron and the Lakers. So what? It's LeBron... LeBron and the Lakers, they've been really good this year. So, I think they'd be good enough to win the finals if they get there. So, it's possible, though. And it just goes to show you how smart the Warriors are. How smart the Warriors are. And I told you guys, everybody's like, oh, the Warriors are gone. They're done. No, I was like, no, 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 no. 
Clay is still ver- Clay. Clay Thompson still very much in his prime. Steph Curry is still very much in his prime. Draymond is Draymond. Like no, they they they're still gonna be really competitive. And if they if they land Giannis, if the Warriors are able to land Giannis, you thought the Warriors getting KD was crazy. <laughs> If you thought the Warriors landing Kevin Durant was crazy, just imagine if they get Giannis, a young prime Giannis. Okay, yeah, they they're done all right. They 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 they, they will be the they'll be they'll be the front runners in the West. They'll be the top contender in the West if they land Giannis. They land Giannis, they'll be the top contender in the West. Book it. You can book it. You can book that. So, I mean, it's just it's 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 very curious. This is why I like the NBA, because like they give us storylines, they give us possible scenarios, and sometimes these scenarios come true. So it's like, hey, you know, that's what happened to LeBron. LeBron played with Team USA. He's like, I can play with these guys, and it the workload is much easier? Yeah. Yeah. Giannis is going to take it. And I know Giannis, uh, I, I, you know, I've seen multiple reports. I, I, you know, I read things that he says um, or, you know, that's put out about him um, and what his camp often says. And that Giannis is not the type of guy to, you know, to join and link up with other superstars. But, I mean, if he's tired of losing the Eastern Conference Finals... He can easily go from he can easily go from Chris Chris Middleton to Steph Curry, so it's just something to explore. But I do think it's fascinating, and it shows you first it shows you how smart the Warriors are, and why I don't I don't count them out. I do not count them out because they're very smart, and every move they make is strategical. So I don't I, it's very strategical. It, the moves that they make, everything is strategical. And it's lined up. It's perfectly aligned. Even if they keep Andrew Wiggins, they'll still, still be a really good competitive Western Conference team. But if they land Giannis, they'll be dangerous and they'll be special. I'll be back on the other side to um, talk about some more things. We're going to get into some other things. Uh, I don't want to give away you know, some spoilers. I'll see you guys on the other side. <clears throat> Okay, so as we are approaching the NBA playoffs, um, the NBA has set the NBA for the NBA Finals to start June fourth. 
Um, so we're about uh, 98 days away from the NBA Finals. So since we're so close to the NBA, since we're so close to the NBA playoffs, um, I, I think I'm gonna do this every week now, or for the next few, you know, these, you know, every other week where I give you a check down um, or or a rundown, like similar to my top ten teams that I did in the NFL. I'm not gonna do top ten teams in the NBA, um, but I'm, similar to what I did, the top ten teams for the NFL, I'm gonna do the same. Uh, as we are approaching the NBA playoffs, um, so teams are you know the, you know between the three, four, five seeds, teams are still trying to play hard, win as many games as possible to lock up home court advantage. So I'm gonna uh, I have a list of teams that I'm gonna get into. Um, I'm gonna you know talk about them and what they need to do, what they should do, what they struggle at, what they you know. You guys get it. It's similar to what I did with my top 10 list with the NFL teams. So, um, we're going to start this. We're going to start this. Um, we're going to make this a trend. We're going to start this. We're going to make this a trend. We're going to make this a uh, <clears throat> a part of some of, the, some of our episodes as we have the NBA playoffs approaching. So, uh, first, I, I already talked about Milwaukee. Uh, talked about the Lakers. I, 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 you guys already know what I feel about the Lakers. Um, so let's go Toronto. So Toronto is the two seed in the Eastern Conference. They're, they're currently at forty two and sixteen. I like Toronto. Uh, I think um, it, I think Toronto's a little bit of fool's gold. I think Toronto's a little bit of fool's gold. Uh, they're they're well coached. They're gonna play good defense. But get this against the top against the top four. Against the top four teams in the Eastern Conference, uh, Toronto is one and six. So it seems like those games are close, and they don't have a guy that can come up and hit those big shots. As I mentioned during the live podcast, where we were talking about Toronto and them being a championship threat or a threat to the Bucks, that's what I that's that was where I struggled with with Toronto. I think they're well coached. I think they have a good set of players. I think they got a good roster. The roster is it, it's it's a little older, but I think um it's 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 for the most part it's a good roster uh led by Pascal Siakam. Uh Fran VanVleet is really taking this game to the next level and uh Kyle Lowry. So, I like what they have. I just think they're a little bit of fool's gold, but when you're well coached and you play good defense, you're gonna win a lot. You're gonna win a lot of regular season games, but I think as the as we enter into the playoffs, I think they're good enough to win a round. But if they have to go when they go against somebody like Boston, possibly in the second round, I just think Boston has too. They have too many shot makers and too many. Uh, and I think Boston will lock up defensively. Now let's go into Boston. I like. I, I think Boston outside of Milwaukee. I, 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 would, I would still choose Milwaukee to get out of the Eastern Conference, but I think the Celtics are a huge threat to the Bucs um, winning the Eastern Conference. I think they are the biggest threat. I like what the Celtics bring. They're a good coach, uh, good coach in Brad Stevens. They can win on the road, um, so they're, 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 their young players are very mature. Uh, I like what they I, I I like they have they have a multitude of shot creators Kemba Walker Marcus Smart Jalen Brown Gordon Hayward Jason Tatum they have so they have a multitude they have a multitude of players that create their own shot or make a shot 
Um, and then they, they're really good defensively. Also, Ennis Canner. I don't think I don't think we talk about Ennis Canner enough, but Ennis Canner is a back to the basket big who can give you 17, 18 a night if you need him to. But um, he comes off the bench for him. But I, I I like what the I like what the Celtics bring. Like I said, um, on the last episode, I wish they had more size. I wish that they had like a seven footer that could protect the rim because that would take their defense to the next level because. They're all they're pretty much good defensively because Brad Stevens preaches that, and they've just been a they've just been a really good defensive team for the last few years. But I like what the Celtics bring to the table. Um, they have some good young pieces. So Miami, Miami is next. So Miami, I, I, they're a good regular season team, but what I've what I've seen and what I've witnessed, um, they they have some some terrible losses. Miami have some terrible losses. Uh, they lo- I think I think the the most recent one was against the Cavaliers. They lost the, the Cavaliers in, in overtime. So I feel like when Jimmy Butler is off and it's like it's it's they're very de- they're very dependent on Jimmy Butler um, and Bam Adebayo. And if those guys are not having a great night, I, the Miami they Miami really falls off. But they have like I said, they're well coached. Um, they, they are exposed to a great coach and they're going to play defense. So that's what, that's what have them. That's why they have experienced some regular season success because they, 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 they're well coached and they're going to play good defense. So that's what has led to some of the regular season hype in success. But in the postseason, uh, I think, I think they're good enough to win a round, but to advance to the, but to win a, a, a but the win, you know, go and make a deep playoff run. I don't think so. Um, Philly, Philly, I, I, I love Philly talent. Philly talent, I love Philly talent. You know, the teams above Philly, like Miami, uh, Toronto, hell, even Milwaukee, they don't have Philadelphia's talent. Boston's close, but th- those three teams I named Milwaukee, t- Toronto, and Miami. They don't have Philadelphia's talent. I mean, talent-wise, Philadelphia probably has the best roster on paper, talent-wise. They have the best roster on paper, talent-wise. But they can't. They they can't win road games. Uh, now Ben Simmons is hurt, so him and Embiid are trading places with you know who's out, who's playing, who's lead the team. But I, I, you know, I, I just think could they win around? Yeah. I just think that I think they're too talented. I don't. I, I think I just think they're too talented. Not to win a playoff series, I think they're too talented not to win a playoff series. Um, Indiana, Indiana, they play hard. I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I can't see them winning the series. They, uh, they'll go they, if the playoffs started today. Today, they'll play Boston. So, don't I, I like Indiana? I like what Nate McMillan has been doing. Uh, Victor Oladipo's now coming back. Uh, Sabonis is having an All Star year, but uh, they they play hard, but I just don't trust them. I don't, I don't trust them. Um, the Nuggets. Uh, once again, I think the Nuggets are a little similar to Toronto. Well coached, and they're going to play good defense. And with, and with with these younger teams in the NBA, um, you know, with these younger teams, Denver's really able to, like, play defense on them and lock them down. And that's, and that's what leads to Denver winning 50-plus games on a yearly basis. And this is why they continue to win 54, 55 games a year because – they're gonna play good defense. Uh, they're well coached. They're smart. They move the ball. But I just think down to the nitty gritty in the postseason, 
I don't know who's their second score. Out, you know, if like if Jamal Murray's having a down night, and Jamal Murray, he can tend to be a little streaky. Who 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 is that? Who is that guy? Who is that guy that's that could step up for the for the Nuggets? I don't see it yet. I like Michael Porter Jr., but his main thing, his main issue has been health. Can he stay healthy? But um, I, I think with Denver, I think they struggle to find a second go-to guy down the stretch if Jamal Murray is off, and he he can tend, he tends to be a little streaky at times. So I I, I worry about that. Um, Houston, Houston, um, Houston is oh well no the Clippers, the Clippers I I think they have to get everybody on the floor. I, I, you got you guys already know how what I said about the Clippers the other day on um on the previous episode. I think they gotta get everybody on the floor that like their core pieces on the floor that eight the nine man rotation that they have. They gotta get them back on the floor and healthy. Um, but am I really worried about the Clippers? Like worried? No. Um, Houston. Uh, I, 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 they're, they're, they're explosive. And I, and I acknowledged that a couple weeks, uh, what, two weeks ago when they played the Lakers before All-Star Weekend. I said, with this small ball lineup, with, if Harden and Westbrook are having big nights, then, yeah, I mean, they're going to be really hard to defend. But I think in the postseason, the game slows down. Harden doesn't get those calls that he usually does. The the, the referees, the refs, they, they swallow the, the whistle. So I don't, I, I just don't, I, I don't think Houston's going to have the same effectiveness offensively in the postseason due to some of those factors. The game slows down, so they're not going to be playing up tempo. Um, the the refs swallow the whistle, so Harden's not going to get those calls that he usually receives in the in the in the regular season. Um, and, and I think if, if they run into a team like Utah or L.A., I just think they have rim protectors, they have size, and I think that could possibly possibly be – that could be the downside to Houston. Um, Houston uh, then Utah, now Utah. Utah, really good team. I, 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 you, you guys all know that I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Utah. I like what they do. Um, once again, Utah is similar to Toronto – um and Denver, you know, they're, they're similar to those teams. Well coached, they're gonna they're gonna play defense. Uh, they lead the league in three point percentage. So you know, I know everybody like Houston to shoot threes, and everybody and Houston's known for like taking a lot of threes. But Houston doesn't make a lot of threes percentage wise. Houston's in the bottom half of the league, but Utah is first in the league in three point percentage. So they can get hot and make runs. Um, I like Rudy Gobert controlling the middle. I like that. I, I think he's. I think he's a big integral part of what they do. But, but Utah perimeter wise on the defensive end, on the defensive end perimeter wise, I don't think they have. I don't. I don't. They don't have the perimeter defense that they would need to win a playoff series. Like I don't. I don't who guards LeBron? Who guards Kawhi? Who guards Paul George? Who guards like? Who guards Harden? I don't know defensively if they have enough because because they don't generate steals, they don't generate turnovers from the perimeter. Interior, they got they got they got a guy in the interior, but on the perimeter, they struggle. They struggle. They struggle majorly on defense on the perimeter, and it's guard heavy in the league, in the in the West especially. Uh, 
OKC. I think OKC is, is it, it's similar to Indiana. OKC is very similar to Indiana. They're gonna win a lot of. They're gonna win some games in the regular season. They're built for the regular season. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think Houston. I don't think OKC can, stands a chance to win a series. Um, they, they they're gonna make the playoffs, but I don't think they. I don't think they could win a series. I'm. I'm. I'm you know, if they, because right now, if the if the playoffs started today, they have to play the Clippers. And even though the season series is split right now, I, I just think the Clippers will. I think the Clippers will probably beat them in five. Um, it's a good story in OKC. You know, they traded away their stars. You know, everybody expected OKC to be at the bottom of the West, at the bottom of the league. But OKC, they're they're six seed. They've been fun to watch. Chris Paul leads that group. But I, I just don't think they can win a playoff series. I don't see enough talent. Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Uh, Dallas is very explosive. Dallas is one of those explosive teams. Um, they, they, they're very explosive. They, they, they're really explosive. They can they can jack up. They jack up a lot of threes and they make a lot of threes. Uh, with with Luca with Luca and the with the facilitator that he is and the sharpshooter that he is. Um, and Porzingis, they really spread the floor out, but defensively they they struggle. They struggle big time defensively. They can they can score with the best of them, and they'll probably win a couple playoff games. Not a series. They, 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 I don't think they'll win a series, but they, they could win a couple playoff games because of how explosive offensively they are, and they'll be able to make shots. Uh, but I, I just don't think they'll be. I don't. I don't think they have enough to win a playoff series. And quite frankly, they don't play enough defense. Dallas doesn't play enough defense. Um, Memphis, Memphis. You know, they, have, they if they if the playoffs start today, they'll be they'll be playing the Lakers. It's not a good matchup. The Lakers and the, the Lakers and Memphis. That's not a good matchup. The Lakers have won all three meetings. It's it's really not a good matchup for the, for the Grizzlies. So I think the Grizzlies. Um, I think yeah, they they the Grizzlies would fall short to the Lakers. They fall short. I think they get swept. But um, it's a good story because, like I said, the, once again, they, the Grizzlies were one of those team one of those teams that we expected to be a lottery team. They they they're they're in the eighth spot. They're they you know it looks like they're gonna make the playoffs. So don't you know I, you know great young team, great young players. I just don't think they have enough to even compete with the Lakers. Sorry, um, but so I'm gonna do so. That was just a segment where I'm gonna you know I break down both conferences playoff pictures. Um, tell you guys what I think. I like teams like the Lakers, the Clippers, Milwaukee, Boston. I usually talk about those teams on a daily, um, and in um, Houston. But I wanted to get—I just want to give you guys my opinion on some of these teams like Toronto, Miami, um, and Utah that I barely talk about. I barely talk about those. I rarely talk about these teams. So I just want to give you guys my opinion on those teams. But uh, I'll be back. We're gonna have some. Uh, I'm gonna go into the NFL and some draft talk. I'll be back soon. Stay right there. Don't leave. Stay.
okay, so, and it's funny, because, I, you know, I, I'm paying attention to some draft news as well. I have my I have my ears to the street with the draft news. Um, just paying attention with, you know, some of these uh, writers say uh, what's going on with the Combine. Uh, yeah, I know Joe Burrow, he has got some small hands. I, I, I saw all of that. Um, I, and I, you know, I've seen Twitter to the Combine. Um, and it's always the bad teams. It's always the bad teams. So I came on here and uh, what, I think it was like two weeks. I think No, I think it was last week where I said, hey, Detroit, why not trade? I mean, well, not trade, but why not draft the quarterback? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't see what the problem with that is. Um, and now, the, you know, the Lions GM, he's came out and said, hey, uh, those trade rumors about Matthew Stafford, not happening. You don't have to trade Matthew Stafford. I think um, you can take a book out of Kansas City's recipe. Is basically draft the quarterback, let him sit for let draft Tua, draft Tua Tagovailoa, and let him sit for a year. I, I I think that would be I think that would that would boost you know he's first first of all let's let's get this let's let's get this clear. Um, a medical another medical another medical report has came out about Tua Tagovailoa's health and it, it's clean everything it's everything is positive. Um, he is fractured. It's healed. I hear, I hear that, uh, you know, scouts are saying he looks great. And like I said, you guys know how I feel about Tua. I think Tua Tungvaloa, talent-wise, just talent-wise and NFL readiness, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I know Joe Burrow's going to probably go number one. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see what the Redskins are talking about because I'm going to get to them too. But you always realize it's the bad franchises. I get that Matthew Stafford is like the best quarterback probably in Lions history. I get it. But the dude don't win. He simply doesn't win enough games. And, you know, I, I know quarterbacks and, you know, the, the top tier franchises don't think about winning games. When don't, they don't think about winning eight or nine games. The top tier franchises, uh, you know, for the last several years now, Focus on winning titles. Russell Wilson in Seattle, they want to win titles. Green Bay, titles. Philadelphia wants to win titles. New England wants to win titles. They don't focus. Baltimore wants, Baltimore wants to win titles. Kansas City wants to win titles. They don't care about winning eight or nine games. They can do that. They don't care about winning eight or nine games. Who cares? I think that is the worst place to be. I, I think I think it's the worst place to be in as a professional sports team. I think it's the worst place to, that you could be in. You win eight, you, you know, you win half your games in, in the season. This and, and this goes for any sport. Baseball, football, or basketball. Football, you win eight or nine games. Hell, maybe if your division is bad, maybe you can get into the playoffs with a nine and seven record. And you lose in the playoffs in the first round. Usually, most wild card teams, you know, you have to be a special wild card team to like really make a deep run. Some of these wild card teams are not special. They're just not special at all. They're, 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 these wild card teams are not special, and it's always the bad teams in the NBA. I think it's the worst place to be in, in the NBA. You're forty. You you win forty plus games. 
But you have no chance of winning a playoff series. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna go into the finals. You have no chance of getting to the finals. I think it's the worst spot to be in sports. Say, I think it's the worst spot to have you. And, and, and we're still we're talking about the NFL right now. But it, to win eight or nine games, who cares? Who cares? You win eight or nine games. I, I, I think you know these ty- these Tyndall's contenders and you know. Guys like Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Kansas City, Patrick Holmes, they want to win titles. They 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 want to win titles. Um, so I don't see why Detroit would not draft the quarterback. Them drafting a cornerback, um, Jeffrey Okuda from Ohio State, it it, it wouldn't change the division. They'd be the thir- they'd probably be the, the third best team in the division. That's all they'd probably be, and they'll probably finish. Uh, I don't know, seven and nine, six and ten. Who can who 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 wants who wants to go who wants to do that? I don't I, I who wants to do that? And now like I said, it's always the bad teams cuz now there's a report that the, the Redskins um I, I and I, I I for sure thought Cincinnati's probably going to draft Joe Burrow. The Redskins are going to probably draft Chase Young. But now there's a report that Ron Rivera is going to look into Tua Tagovailoa. I don't understand it. I would. You have to give Dwayne Haskins a year, another year. You have to give him a, a full, solid year, being the starter. I don't understand why. I don't. I don't, I don't get why uh, Rob Ron Rivera is entertaining the fact of drafting or you know even thinking about drafting to a tongue of I think that will mess up Dwayne Haskins' psyche, mentally. Um, and, and, and he has a lot. Yeah, I think the way Haskins, he can make the, you know, like I said, I think he can make the right throws. You can go back and listen to when the Redskins first drafted him. I think he can make all the throws. He's not the most athletic. He, he's not. He's not. He's going to be your pocket passer. He's not the most athletic, but he can make all the throws. Um, he, he obviously his mechanics has to get better, but I think last year. He was a judge, I would say, not so fairly. He was he was judged un, he was judged unfairly because I, I look at Haskins. He the Redskins did. I don't think Jay Gruden wanted to draft the kid. I didn't. So I think that was a I think that was a big separation right there within the organization. Jay Gruden didn't want to draft Dwayne Haskins. Owner wanted Dwayne Haskins. That's always the bad franchise. It's always the bad fr- bad franchises that operate like that. So I think that was a problem. Haskins, I, I didn't think Haskins had no chance of playing last year or starting. He he started a, he started down the stretch of the season, and as the as the season went on, as the season ended, despite him getting hurt, he did look a little better. But I would just like I would like to see him compete for the job. And I get it. You want Dwayne Haskins to compete for the job, understand it. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really particular. I don't particularly care for the fact that they are openly exploring for you know looking at to what's on the below. I don't. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't think it's the right move uh, for the Redskins. I don't think it's the right move for the Redskins. Um, I, I, I think they should play it out with Dwayne Haskins. Um, give him another year at start at you know to start another year or two to start under Ron, um, under Ron Rivera, 
Um, I think you need to draw. And the Reds, the Redskins have so many holes in the, that, like they have holes in their roster where, you know, I don't think one player does them justice. I, it, you know, teams that are desperate. If I'm the Redskins, I entertain teams that need a quarterback. So I entertain teams like Miami, Detroit, or mainly Miami. If I'm the Redskins, I don't know if I draft just one player. Because the Redskins, they need to fill many holes. They need to fill many holes. They have a lot of holes in their roster. So I don't think one player in Chase Young just gets it done and turns the whole thing around. I think it it wouldn't it wouldn't now this would not hurt this would not hurt. I think, I think hey, maybe the Redskins trade their pick. They trade their pick for my uh, if if Miami really thinks then if, if Miami think if Miami have the thought of them not that two is not going to be there at five. I think my I think the Redskins pick up the phone. Make a trade with Miami, get their first round pick, get their because Miami has two first round picks. Uh, that you you get you get their first round picks, you so you get some first round picks back. You get and you get I think you get I think you can squeeze out another second round pick because the the the, the, the Redskins could use multiple multiple picks. They could use multiple picks to fill holes in their roster. So I would like that approach more. I wouldn't be mad if the Redskins take that approach. I wouldn't be mad to say. I wouldn't be mad if the Redskins say, "Hell, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go down a little bit. We're gonna go down three spots. We're gonna go to five. Um, you know, maybe Chase Young is still there because you're looking at, you know, Cincinnati's quarterback. If the trade happens, if the trade was to happen, Miami would take a quarterback. New, the, the the Giants will probably. I don't know. They probably take a receiver. The Lions, I'm talking about what they should do right now, they, but they'll probably take a cornerback. Stupid, but they'll probably take a cornerback. And Chase Young is still there. Chase Young is still there with the number five pick, even though he's more like a he, – he's probably the best all-around player in this draft. But he's still there with the with – the, the, he's still there at number five for the Redskins to take, plus – the Redskins add equity to their roster. They have more picks, so they can pick, they can draft pick players to fill voids, necessary voids in their roster. I I think the Redskins should look into that approach. Uh, Ron Ver, you know, interested in Tua, don't particularly like it, um, because I think I think yes, Dwayne Haskins should compete for the job. He should, you know, have to go against Case Keenum and or, or Alex Smith. For that job, for the starting spot, but I think you let him battle it out. You 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 get him on the field and you see what he can do. You give him a fair shot. You give him a fair shot. I, or, or like I said, you take my approach. If I'm the Redskins, I know as a roster, I Ron Rivera, I know I have a multitude of issues that need to be fixed on my roster. And I don't have enough draft picks to do so. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm trading down. I'm trading down a little bit. I can if I really want Chase Young, I can possibly still end up with Chase Young. I can still end up with Chase Young. If I can still possibly end up with Chase Young, even if I trade down. 
But that is that would be the approach that I would take if I'm the Redskins. Because one player is not going to fill that whole void. They have a multitude of voids that need to be filled. You trade down. You trade down. So, in Miami trades up. The first two quarterbacks, you know, the first two teams would take a quarterback. Cincinnati would take a quarterback. Miami would take a quarterback. Detroit, they'll probably take a DB. And then the Giants could use the Giants could use a receiver. And then at five, you still have Chase Young still there. So that that, that that's that would be my thinking if I'm the Redskins. That would be my approach. I think the Redskins, they have a this is this is a really good opportunity to acquire draft picks and some wealth. This is a good opportunity for them to do so. Because they have they, they have voids in their roster. But they can fill those voids, and I think trading down would be the help. I think that would be. I think trading down would be that. That would be. That would be. That would be the, the, the answer. I would use my approach if I'm the Redskins. I would use my approach, trading down, and I still get the player I want, and I add some more draft picks in the first two rounds. First two, three rounds, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go no lower than the third round. I'm gonna acquire first and third round. I mean, first and second rounders or third rounders, third round picks, first, second, or third round picks. That's what I want if I'm the Redskins and I had the approach of trading. I would trade down. A l- I would trade down a little bit, draft Chase Young, and I still have draft picks so I can draft multiple players to fill voids in my roster because they 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 have they have many holes in their roster. They have many holes in the roster, so I, I I would do that if I'm the Redskins. Um, last quick thing, um, so Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns. So Cleveland Browns, they got a new GM, they got a new quarterback coach, they got a new head coach. Browns, you know, Browns, you know, new regime. Con say, hey, Baker Mayfield was unhealthy. He he wasn't fit. He was out of shape, and this is this, and that was my whole point during throughout the regular season. Now I got killed. I got I got killed from Cleveland Brown fans and uh, Baker Mayfield uh, fanboys. I got killed because I said Baker, he, he has more commercials than wins. And it was simple as that. He does. He has more commercials than wins. I think um, it, it, it's obvious. It's obvious. He has more commercials than wins. And now, since he has, um, since he's not playing the best, I think now we all, we all can see those, those commercials are gone. Those commercials are not going to be there anymore. So I think Baker, ba- ba- Baker, it's the time for him to get his career back on track. This is time. This is the time for Baker Mayfield to get his career back on the right path. This is time. It just shows you you need to be focused on the offseason. Work on your craft. Work on your craft. I said it last year. I said, Baker, when he's trying to escape the pocket, he can't. He can't escape the pocket because these linebackers and these DNs are faster than him. They're faster than him. And he's not. He, he has no. He had no acceleration. He had no burst. I said it. But hey, many thought I was hating. Many thought I was hating. But I said it. I said when every time he tries to escape the pocket, or it looks like he's want he wants to escape the pocket, he can't because he's not fast enough. And it turns out they say he's not in shape. He wasn't in shape. And they want Baker to focus on getting slimmer. What a surprise. That is not a surprise to me. But what a surprise. 
You know, new quarter Browns got new quarterback coach, new, new, new coach, new GM, and they said, We want out Baker, we want your focus to be on slimming out, coming into camp, coming in shape. Coming in shape. That's what they want. They that's that's what they wanted. And that's what Baker was missing last year. And that's what I was saying. All these damn commercials. But where's the production on the field? And that was my point. But I, hey, 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 hey. I got killed. I got killed for it. But I said it. I said, where is the production on the field? Where are the wins coming from? You're not winning. You're not putting up numbers. What, what the hell is going on? What's happening? And... I got killed. I got killed. But you guys all see now. I wasn't the only one that was seeing that. New coach, new GM, new quarterback coach came out and said, hey, Baker, you need to get slimmer. Um, so I'm gone. I'm peace. peace. I'm gone. I'm out. Uh, I see you guys um, the next time. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in once again to another episode of Isaiah Kid Podcast. We are almost close. We are. We are. We are counting down to episode 100, um, 100, 100 episodes. That's big. Uh, we have, we, you guys have been doing a good job of clicking. Um, let's, 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 let's try to spread. Let's try to um, spread the word. Let's get this podcast moving. Let's get it out there. Um, but you guys are doing a good job of clicking. Um, all, of the, all of the listeners that listen in. On a um, on a weekly basis, thank you guys for keep on c- c- clicking um, consistently. Means a lot. Uh, I see you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I'm out.